Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Oh, modern lovers, so happy to have you with us today, because in addition to having that healthy, sexy body, more than anything, you know I want you to have a wonderful love, and today's topic is perfect. That is literally the name of the book. It's perfect, a path to love, forgiveness, and transformation with our special guest today, Judy Miller, who wrote a book called Perfect. So I can't wait to hear more from Judy. And today we're going to be talking about this life-changing book because it illustrates a really awe-inspiring and miraculous way that the universe you know, the universal energy, the higher power, whatever you choose to call it, orchestrates our lives toward a state of wholeness, completion, and love, whether we're aware of it or not. And when we become more aware of it, that's when we can work with life, not against life. Because, guys, you know, life is always working for us. Many of us think life is working to us or on us. Life is working for us. So you're going to discover a lot more about that with Judy Miller, the author of Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. But first, if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area, or for that matter, anywhere in the world, because this Saturday we are going to have a live Zoom training And because it's Zoom, you can Zoom in from anywhere. It's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is a live event. I'll be live with you from our Modern Love Academy. And the theme is how to evolve love, sex, and dating during the pandemic and after. So the theme is can't stop love. And I want you to just hold on to that. You can't stop love. Nothing can stop love. Love is this energy that's flowing in, through, and around all of us. We all need it. We all want it because guess what? You are love. We are all these energy beings, and the highest frequency is to learn how to love. That's the purpose of life. According to Deepak Chopra, we are here to learn how to love unconditionally. And I subscribe to that. So if you do too, go to Eventbrite right now and sign up for this training or send me an email at love at docway.com so that you can join us Saturday for Can't Stop Love. And you're going to learn specific secrets. And this is exciting for me because I'll get to teach you 
special tools that are body, emotions, mind, and spirit. You guys all know I'm a science geek, so you will get the science behind all of it. But I'm also going to teach some spiritual tools. You're going to learn a specific mudra, mantra, meditation, affirmation to help you create not just true love, but true prosperity because those energies interlock. So run to loveitdogway.com. Get your ticket or go to Eventbrite and get a ticket. Here's our Dear Dr. Brenda question. Dear Dr. Brenda, I recently met a man on a dating site who I really like. We've been communicating on Zoom and recently started chatting on the phone. He's suggesting we meet in person, but I'm immune compromised and afraid to go to a public place. I don't want to lose this friendship, but I'm at a loss for how we should proceed. Do you have suggestions? Yes, I do. If you enjoy the conversations you've been having and you want the friendship, in quotes, to grow, set up a safe situation. Stay socially distanced. You don't have to go into public. Find a place that is safe. For example, if there is a park near your home where you can just walk and stay masked and gloved and all of that good stuff, do that for yourself. But go online and literally the CDC has put out some very specific suggestions on how to have a socially distanced, safe interaction with others. It's possible, and I don't want you to miss out. So get out there and get to know this person better. All right, let me tell you about our guest, Judy Miller. You're not going to believe this. Started her career as a certified public accountant and went on to excel in the world of corporate finance for 20 years. But somehow, we're going to find out how, she did a pivot, a sharp pivot. And over the past several years, Judy's interests have shifted to spirituality so so that her growth has been her primary aim. And she's begun to focus on what she calls intrinsic wholeness. Now, this has brought her a lot of lessons about the nature of life, about forgiveness, the trajectory of each soul. And we're going to learn more from Judy as she shares with, some of the, shares with us some of these lessons that she's been working on in her own life. And uh, I want to ask her specifically about energy codes, happy for no reason, and the passion test. These sound very familiar to me. Happy for no reason. I know Marcy Shimoff, my buddy, wrote that book. So let's find out about Judy Miller and her book, Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. Welcome to Modern Love, Judy Miller. It is so great to be here, Dr. Brenda. I love your theme of love. Oh, good. Well, it's the only thing for me that is really worth putting heart and soul into. So tell us about you. Now, you started out as an accountant, were in corporate finance for over 20 years. How, in God's name, did you end up in this soup, as I love to call it, of personal transformation? I love your question. I'm going to ask you three questions to begin with. So have you ever felt different like you didn't belong? Oh, God, absolutely. My whole have life. You ever, have you ever felt incomplete, always searching maybe for someone or something to make you feel whole? 100%, Judy. 
And the last question, have you ever felt unworthy always having to prove yourself over and over again? Oh, has she been looking in my diary, everybody, <laughs> and maybe in yours too? Because I know I'm not alone. We've all had a lot of those feelings, don't you think, Judy? Absolutely. And the reason I ask you these questions and your listeners these questions is because these feelings have literally plagued me for most of my life. And as you mentioned in the introduction so kindly, I did start my career as a CPA and then went into finance in the healthcare industry for over 20, 25 years. Um, But along this journey, I learned to let go of the stories that no longer served me and experience true and ultimate freedom. Now, what do you mean by stories that no longer serve you? Give us an example. And I would love to share my overall story, so how I came to that. So, for example, I'll just answer your question really quickly, and then I would love to share my story. So you said Please you know Marcy Sh- yeah. You said you you said you know Marcy Shamoff, right? So yes. we all have we all have stories. Um, so, Dr. Brenda, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're changing the world. That's a beautiful, empowering story. But we also have disempowering stories that don't serve us. So over 60, we have over 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of them are the same ones we had yesterday and the day before. 80% of those are actually negative. So most of us have negative, disempowering stories that may or may not be true. And that's what I uncovered on my journey. And I show people how to release those stories and those burdens as part of my book. Mm. So. So if I could dive in deeper, I'd love to. Please, please do. (laughs) Go for it. So when you introduced me, you said the subtitle to my book is The Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. But one of the things that I've found is that there's so many different definitions of forgiveness. But for me, forgiveness is very simple. It means to forego or to let go of. So we each are going to experience painful, maybe unwanted experiences in our lives. And we could either experience it once or we could experience it over and over again, literally hundreds, even thousands of times until it becomes stuck. It becomes our identity. So forgiveness for me is really just letting go of those contracted stories and, neg- and negative energies that no longer serve us so we can move forward and experience true and ultimate freedom and happiness. Now, I know your question. You said, how did I get there? And I'd love to share my story just very quickly in five yes. minutes. And then, and then you can answer, ask any questions that you want. So, like many people, I had fears as a child. Um, One of them was the fear of drowning. The other one was I had a terror of the dark. And it was more than just, you know, monsters under the bed or monsters in the closet. This was true terror. And if you've never felt terror, people ask me, well, what does it feel like? So, if somebody jumped out in front of you unexpectedly and your heart starts to race and you start to sweat and your senses are on full alert and maybe you can't even breathe, For most people, I think those sensations last maybe a few seconds. For some people, that terror can last much longer, and they did for me. So as a child, I could literally feel and sense different energies around me at night, and I wasn't sure if they were there to help me or harm me. And the reason is is because I also had a terror of being sexually assaulted, and I had never been assaulted. And this was very confusing as a child. So if you could imagine, here I was as a child crawling into bed night after night, pulling the covers over my head and literally reciting the Lord's Prayer over and over again until I would fall asleep exhausted. And this was my ritual night after night. And as you mentioned, I started my... Oh, that sounds awful. My God. 
<laughs> but there's a happy ending. <laughs> there's a happy ending. Yeah, but I just, re- um, I just really have such empathy and compassion for that innocent little girl feeling so frightened. Oh, keep going. So as you mentioned, I started my career as a CPA. So here I was going to work during the day in my 20s and then crawling back into bed, terrified of what I couldn't explain. And I actually met my husband at work, and we got married, and we had kids. And in the exhaustion of raising two incredible children, commuting three hours a day to work, and working 40 to 50 hours a week, everything stopped. The terror stopped. The subtle energy stopped. Everything stopped. And then my kids grew up and went off to college, and maybe your listeners could relate to this. The house became silent. Mm. And in that silence, everything returned. The terror the energy, the spirits, they all returned. It felt like somebody was always standing next to me or behind me if there was eyes staring at me from across the room. And it must have been comical to the neighbors because I literally would tiptoe around my house afraid of what I might encounter. So around the same time, around the same time, I started to bleed uncontrollably month after month. Then I went to see my doctor and uh, she suggested that I have a hysterectomy. And I was terrified of this hysterectomy And as I mentioned, I worked in the healthcare industry for over 25 years, so I trust modern medicine implicitly. But it felt like the same terror that I had as a child and the same terror that returned to me as an adult. So a friend of mine suggested that I read a book called Light Emerging by Barbara Brennan. And if you haven't heard of the book, basically Barbara Brennan was a former NASA physicist and she studied the human energy field. And what she learned, she was able to heal people with her hands. So here I, was days, here I was days before my surgery, Googling healers near me. And as I sat across from my healer for that very first time, I literally heard the click of a lock, like my entire life was locking into place. But at the time, I didn't know the role that that healer actually played in my family's history. So my healer helped me heal from the hysterectomy. And then we started to explore this terror that I felt at night. We looked at my childhood experiences to see if anything had actually elicited, but nothing came to light. And then we actually started to explore past lives, and past lives was something that I had never heard of. She introduced me to the amazing work of Dr. Brian Weiss. Um, Dr. Weiss was a prominent psychiatrist. He studied at Columbia and Yale, and he was very well, well respected. And I know, Dr. Brenda, that you also had Dr. Linda not too long ago on your show. Right, yes. So, <laughs> so What we also talked about with my healer was things that we get from our parents. We know that we could inherit certain physical traits, like from our DNA, like the color of our hair, the color of our skin, et cetera. But we also started to explore the science of epigenetics. And the science of epigenetics shows that we could actually inherit the pain and the trauma from our parents and our ancestors. So that terror that I felt at night, every night as a child, and that returned to me as an adult, wasn't actually my own. It was actually a cellular memory from somebody that went before me. But Dr. Brenda, my story doesn't end there. There's a shocking past life connection to the very, very healer in this lifetime that I trusted to heal me. And in a previous lifetime, she was the person that inflicted the pain and the horror on my family. And in that moment of revelation, I could have felt fear, betrayal, anger, but I didn't. All I felt was the love and the perfection of the universe, and I saw how all of our souls interconnect across lifetimes, how we're unconditionally loved, and how we can heal in any moment. And I know that my story sounds maybe a little unusual and uncommon to some of your listeners, 
but I've right. learned so right. much. For people who <laughs> don't know about past lives, who don't understand the soul's journey or energy, how can you help them to understand that a little better? And that's, a, that's great. So most of perfect talks about how to release those stories because that's what I learned on my journey. So in that moment of revelation, I mentioned to you, I could have felt fear, betrayal, or anger. I could have created a story that would have haunted me for the rest of my life, but I didn't. So what I show readers in my book, so actually the book is actually broken up into three parts. 90% of the book is actually written like a novel. I had heard that most people only read the first 19 pages of a book. So I wrote perfect so people would want to see how it unfolds and they could also experience it as well. And then there's a handful of reflections. So it teaches people what are some of the key lessons that they could apply in their own life. And then there's some very simple exercises for them to embody it. So you talked about the energy codes, but how could they embody these principles into their own lives? So mm. I'd like to share some of that with you. Yeah, okay. please do. Absolutely. Guys, this is where you take notes, okay? Because we're going to get some instruction here from Judy Miller, <laughs> the author of Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. And who doesn't need some more love and forgiveness so we can transform? That's what we're here for. Go ahead, Judy. So sure, so just to lead in, because uh, it, it just made me think of something when you said that. So when we drop the stories, labels, and judgments, we see life, we see everyone and everything through the eyes of love. And Dr. Brenda, in that state, there is no separation. And I know you know that. So, um, yeah. so just let me well, that, share with you. That's some a of the really lines. strong point, and we'll circle back after you shared, because I would love for you to give our listeners a sense of what, they can do so they can see through the eyes of love to actually shift our perception of what's going mm -hmm. on in our lives and the people in our lives. So go, please, run with it. Okay, so sure. So I believe, actually, um, is it a, so some people ask me, does that mean we can't share our stories? Does that mean we can't create stories? So in the beginning, I mentioned to you that some of our stories truly serve us, but most of them don't. And people ask me whether or not they can share their stories with people. Angelise Arian is a cultural anthropologist, and she wrote, in certain indigenous cultures, it's important to share our story, but no more than three times. If we share it more than three times, they hang you over a cliff until you're willing to let go of your stories and see the wisdom and the experience. So what happens is people hang on to their stories and they repeat it over and over again until they start to believe it. So yeah, you're mentioning Angela's. You, <laughs> another teacher I truly love. Yes, beautiful. So that's an interesting thing, guys. Think about this. Your story hanging you over a cliff. Now, that's an old negative story, and you're dangling out over a cliff. You might want to make a different choice as you're listening <laughs> to what Judy has to say about the story. So how do we let go of the story that's hanging us over the cliff, Judy? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so our greatest superpower, I believe, between stimulus and response, there's a gap. And in that gap, we can choose to create a story or we can come from a place of love. So the mere fact that we actually observe that we're having these stories starts to unlock the understanding that we can let them go. So I like to say observation creates the awareness that unlocks the understanding. So emotions are truly meant to be felt and processed in the body and released. 
But many of us, like myself in most of my life, I was afraid of feeling my emotions. So I stuffed them away. I denied them. I didn't acknowledge them. Instead, I thought about them. So I truly believe that the body tells the truth. Our stories and our labels and our judgments are not always true. So I'll tell you, I'll share a little bit about Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. So Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor was a Harvard neuroscientist who wrote the book, My Stroke of Insight. And what stuck with me was that what she says is that it takes our body after an event happens, good or bad, it takes our body 90 seconds to truly process that event in our physiology and then let it go. So in that moment of choice or decision, we can process the emotion and let it go without creating a label, without creating a story. So that's, that's one thing, okay? And I've learned how to do this over the past several years, and it truly does become easier and easier and more natural as you practice that. But our stories sometimes do get stuck in our bodies, right? Uh-huh. So what right. do we do? So The body so listens to every word we say, yes. It, every exactly. thought we think. So one of the things that I mentioned is that I felt different most of my life. So when people said hurtful things to me, it literally sat on my chest like an elephant, and I felt like I couldn't breathe. So what I invite you to do is to take it to the body. Where do you feel? So think back, Dr. Brenda, and, and your listeners, think back to a situation where you may have a contracted, contracted negative energy. Maybe somebody said something hurtful to you also. Where do you feel that in your body? And you might want to put your hand gently on that area. Is that what you mean by take it to the body? Yes, absolutely. So you could put your hand gently on that area. And then you can close your eyes if it's safe to do so. And then you can just gently breathe in and out of that area. Breathe your loving presence. Our breath is the essence of life. Breathe your loving presence into that area. And the more that you do it, you will start to feel that contracted energy perhaps soften or even lessen. So it's something that I I suggest that people do. Um, And as again, as I said, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And in my book, I actually describe a more elaborate version called Take It to the Body um, and Central Channel Breathing. So Central Channel Breathing is something that Dr. Sue Mortar teaches. I happen to be an energy coach facilitator. Um, So it's similar, but it actually gets your different chakras involved as well. Okay, that, so might, that might get to be too much for us to take in at once, but guys, at least practice this take-it-to-the-body process and work with this process. Take this away, you know, really getting in touch with how your body feels based on the thoughts you're generating, which will generate the feelings, and breathe into it because the breath really is a great healer, and I love this practice that you're offering, Judy, and I want people to be able to focus on taking this and really working with it. I know the book is full of so much more, and you guys, you know that in this community, we are all about building a library, because at any given moment, what you really need to focus in your life, to continue your evolutionary journey, is going to be in one of the wonderful books that you hear about. And I personally am going to get my hands on this book. I think it's chock full of great information and practices. You've been working with a lot of the people that I admire and who are also teachers of mine. So 
but keep this practice, guys. Keep this one practice front and center because you can start using it right now. So, Judy, how do you create a story that transcends the old story? And when you say take it to the body, how do we get to that new place using the practice? Right. So taking it to the body. The reason I say take it to the body is so you don't create a label. Um, So, for example, before I got on the show, my heart was racing, my stomach was tight, my throat was, you know, dry, and I could have put a label on that. Oh, they had warned you how vicious I am? (laughs) I I heard you on previous podcasts. (laughs) It's a you, you. Terrible, terrible. Right. (laughs) You are such a love and a gentle soul. But I could have labeled that as nervousness, or I could have labeled that as excitement. So you see the sensations in the body are exactly the same. It's the label that I choose to put on it. That's why our greatest power, our greatest superpower is the ability to decide, to decide how we're going to experience that event. But we know that we play stories over and over again, right? We're human. So we need to disrupt that story. We need to scratch that record player or that CD for our younger listeners. We need to, we need to disrupt that record player. So we can't play the same story over and over again. So there's a couple of other quick techniques. You've probably heard many of them. You could say cancel, clear, cancel, stop, and replace that negative disempowering story with a more positive one. You could also put a rubber band. You've seen this. People, you know, have rubber bands on their wrists, and they sing themselves when a negative thought comes. And the reason I believe it works is because it gets us out of our minds and back into our bodies where true emotions are meant to be felt. And then the last one is, you know, something that I learned from Tony Robbins, and he may be one of your uh, mentors as well, but I learned this from him years ago. Basically, you need to do something zany and crazy to disrupt that story. So have you ever gotten into an argument with someone where you got so entrenched that you had to prove yourself and prove that you were correct? (laughs) I can remember (laughs) doing that in the past, the far distant past. (laughs) So my husband and I agreed, whenever we get into that situation, we have come up, we have predetermined our zany crazy. We will grab each other's nose, whoever remembers first. And it disrupts our pattern. It makes us laugh. It gets us out of that vicious cycle. So we're allowed to create a more empowering story or to see it from a different perspective. I love it. Zany crazy. That's the safe way out of any difficulty. Just be zany and crazy. That's easy for most of us. For me, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, Judy, this is such a deep, deep, deep book that you've written. Tell us about forgiveness. How do we get to forgiveness? Because it's been my experience that for many people, forgiveness and letting go, when we really feel someone has wronged us or they've hurt us or they've taken something that was ours, forgiveness is a great challenge. How do we get there? And that's why I said for me, forgiveness is just letting go. It is not condoning the action of the other person in any way, but it's letting go of our stories so that we don't keep repeating it. So we don't repeat being a victim of our stories. So it allows us truly to move forward. And um, have you ever heard of The Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh? The Little what? It's a children's book. It's it's called The Little Soul in the Sun. Oh, no, I don't know it. I don't know it. If you have a minute, I'd love to just summarize it really quickly. Go right ahead. It's it's a children's book. (laughs) I'm not surprised you have haven't heard from it, heard of it, but it's by Neil Dalawash. He wrote The Conversations with God. And basically, in heaven, everything is perfect. 
everything is truly perfect. But we can't experience the magnificence of who we are in that perfection. So there cannot be light without darkness. So we each get sent to earth to learn out our lessons to truly remember the magnificence of who we are. But when we get to earth, sometimes we forget because we're pretending so hard. So this little angel tells God he wants to learn about forgiveness. And God says here in heaven, there's nothing to forgive. Everything is perfect. And then this angel of light comes forward and says, I will help you because I love you. I will do something so atrocious that you will learn how to forgive and you will learn unconditional love. But in that moment when I strike you, please remember that I'm pretending so hard to be what I'm not that I may forget. So I think sometimes the experiences of our lives make us stronger. And without that thousand-foot view, sometimes we only see the moment and the experience in that particular moment, and we don't see how they all weave together to tell right. a larger story. Right, and, you know, story. this is why it is so important to build kind of a toolbox. I call it the little emotional toolbox. And I think everything that you have described, Judy, fits in the emotional toolbox that before we go into victim and go into story and go into, you know, the repetition of ain't it awful and look what they did and poor me, we have to have that tool handy. The minute we feel it, or, you know, I said this thing I teach, the big five, if you can see it, hear it, touch it, taste it, or smell it, grab it. And I love your take it to the body exercise because you can feel it in your body and just ask the question. And you've got some very skillful questions in the book. And I think asking that question, being able to do the self-reflection, is a great way to keep the old wounds of the past and keep the trauma and any of the other things we've experienced that are our teachers, everybody, just as Judy said, (laughs) when we have those tools, then they don't take us over. We do learn, we do grow, we do transform, we do evolve. So I want to just give you wholehearted support for your book. I think you have wonderful tools and lessons in it. And modern lovers, get thee to your place that you like to buy books from. And Judy, is this book any place other than Amazon? Do you know? Is it in any of the local bookstores that it can be bought online? So you can buy it on any online reputable retailer, um, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, any other retailer. Um, the okay, reason and I guys, suggest I'm going to make a quick little plug here. Forgive me for this, Judy. Check first, would you please, if any of our independent booksellers, especially if it's East West Books or Crystal Ship or any of the bookstores that really feature these kinds of transformational books, we want to support them. If you can't find it there, then go to one of the other big sellers. But those small independent bookstores are all disappearing, Judy, and we have a commitment here to do what we can to help those stores stay open, especially the ones that feature transformational work. And that's a beautiful commitment. Um, So if people do actually buy the book wherever they buy it, if they go to my website, which is Judy with an I, Miller.net, there's actually, because of the launch of the book, there's actually five free gifts from some of my top transformational friends and teachers. So um, 
basically Dr. Sue Mortar, um, Marcy Shimoff, uh, Janet Atwood, Deborah Poneman have all um, contributed five free bonuses as part of this launch. So beautiful, excellent. I love that. I love that. So one of the things, last question, and I know that um, we have to let you go here, but I, I have to add this. You know, we are facing unprecedented times. Here in California, you know, I'm sitting here in San Francisco looking out at the gray sky because we're covered in smoke. We have more divisiveness in our political system than we've ever had, and it's become not about politics. It's become about human rights and the right for people to live and be safe in their own homes, their own neighborhoods. And if you're a person of color, there's a high degree of challenge because people aren't safe. You know, we have a political system that now we have a massive racial justice movement. How do the things that you are working with and teaching, how do we apply that in this moment when we are facing truly, truly massive challenges? Mm, That's a beautiful question and a difficult question, Dr. Brenda. And the way that I would answer it is that You know, whenever something happens in my life and I feel it in my body, I feel a contracted energy in my body, I know it's something for me to heal, right? And that's when I start using the practices. And the fact that we have all of these things occurring simultaneously today means it's an opportunity for us to all heal. By having these things at the forefront of our attention, it's an opportunity for us to heal our relationships with each other. It's an opportunity to heal the earth. Um, so I think it's, that's, that's why they're happening. It's coming to our attention so we can do something about it. Well, and I, I agree really- with you that this is a time for us to pay attention and to really heal, transform, shift some of the things that have been going on on our planet for a very long time. And these are painful, challenging times. And, guys, I think for all of us, Uh, sometimes it's a struggle for me. It's a personal struggle for me, Judy. Let me just be really candid. To understand how unconscious people have been about the need to address some of these challenges and to be definitive and to be active as well as to heal on the inside, we do have to take definitive action because nothing's going to change unless... We make a commitment. So I do want to say as we're doing inner work, bring that out into outer practice. There's something every one of us can do very actively, but it's much easier to do the active. (laughs) If you've activated the power, the light, the energy that Judy is coaching us to work with. And, you know, I'm, of course, a huge, huge, huge proponent of just honoring Mother Earth and healing the Earth, honoring every person, every ethnic group. There's only one race. It's the human race. So when we start talking about races, technically and scientifically, guys, that is completely erroneous because we all share the same DNA, and there's like 3% of the DNA that's different so that your eyes, your hair, your skin color, and how tall you are can be different. But everything else is the same. So please take what Judy is offering, grab her book, but also look at how you can take this renewed 
energy, this deep healing that she's offering us the opportunity to do. Take it into action. Because if ever there was a time on this planet we could use action, it's now. So, Judy, you get the last word. What do you want to leave us with? I believe there's only two emotions, fear and love. And when we drop the fear, all that remains is love. So in every situation, choose love. Beautiful. Choose love. And, guys, I'm going to button it up with Judy with put love in action. And we're going to talk about specific actions, by the way, on Saturday as we do a full-day training. Once a month we do a full-day Zoom training. This one is called Can't Stop Love, Evolving Love, Sex, and Dating During and After Lockdown. And I will have the opportunity to share with you very specific science-based tools, and I love to call it tools you can use, where we put things into action in our lives as we transform the inner, we have the power, the strength, more intention to put into transforming the outer. Judy Miller, author of Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. It was such a pleasure to have you as a guest today, Judy. And I wish you well on your journey. Thank you for your generous sharing. And everybody, go to Eventbrite right now. Grab your ticket for Saturday or just shoot me an email at love, L-O-V-E, at docwade.com. Big thank you to Cliff Dunning, our executive producer, and to all you modern lovers. Remember, when it comes to love, you learn better, you love better. Many blessings. Bye for now. 